0: And his next of kin have been informed. The car, a black Honda CRV, was travelling towards Tanner Grois before the collision. Anyone with information is urged to call the police on 101. The Welsh Assembly's Brexit Committee is due to release a report today saying that a no-deal Brexit would pose a serious threat to the port sector in Wales. The committee chair, David Rees-AM, said, what we found is that there needs to be a step change in Welsh government activity to support the sector to prepare for a no-deal Brexit. If our worst fears of new delays and checks at Welsh ports like Holyhead and Fishguard are realised, Wales will need detailed plans to manage the fallout." That is why we are calling on the Welsh Government to publish details of any traffic management contingency plans it has, including outlining what new infrastructure spending may be required. A stressed out former banker who moved to Pembrokeshire to escape the rat race ended up in court after using cannabis to relax. David Thomas Kinch of Usmaston Road, Haverford West, pleaded guilty to charges of drink driving and drug driving when he appeared before Haverford West magistrates recently. The court heard that Kinch's VW Polo was involved in an accident on New Road, Haverford West, at around 7.30pm on October 31st. Police were told that Kinch, aged 44, Had left the scene but returned 10 minutes later smelling of alcohol. Kinch was found to have 47 milligrams of alcohol in his breath, the legal limit being 35 milligrams. Mike Kelleher defending said Kinch, a former corporate banker, was experiencing a stressful time as he was awaiting an industrial tribunal and had come to Pembrokeshire after separating from his long term partner. He had gained a job as a courier, but this had added to his stress as he had been involved in four collisions since he started. Mr. Kelleher added that the accident was not necessarily caused by Kinch as there were a number of poorly parked cars in the area and he had gone back to his property to get his insurance details. Magistrate's Banned Kinch for four years and fined him a total of £240. He was ordered to pay £170 costs and a £30 surcharge. Pianist Elizabeth Morgan from Greenhill School was the overall winner at this year's Secondary Schools Valero Music Festival. The annual festival, which is organised by the Pembrokeshire County Council Music Service and sponsored by Valero, took place at Haverford West High School recently. Over 200 young musicians from each of the county's eight county secondary schools, Pembrokeshire College and further afield took part in individual and ensemble competitions throughout the the day that's the latest you're up to date on pure west radio
1: for pembrokeshire from pembrokeshire pure
2: west radio
3: it's beginning to look a lot like christmas Everywhere
4: you go Everybody was expecting the theme tune Uh,
3: Listening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be on your own front door A pair of hopper long boots and a pistol that shoots Is the wish of Barney and Ben Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk Is the hope of Janice and Jen And Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again It's beginning to look a lot
5: like Christmas Everywhere
4: Humbug.
6: You can go off people, you know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's the West Files, really. But it is, if you go through Haverford West now.
6: It is Christmas.
4: It looks a bit like Christmas. It's coming. I
6: hope In not.
4: fact, it's less than a month. Oh, shut up. It is. No. It's the no. 29 sleeps to Christmas.
6: That's not because
4: you've got kids that are counting sleeps. for you. No, it was in ASDA yesterday. The <laughs> countdown signs of and twi- that was yesterday so it must be 29 yeah, today no, we're, can we anyway this is the west files
6: yes it is it isn't the christmas files no that's a big sign. there we
4: are should we start now yeah cool. all right then and we have some great guests lined up for tonight's show uh show we have a double bubble of guests yes, lined yes we for have a very
6: full studio show.
4: so i guess we better start properly
6: yes please the theme too yes I know where we are then. People are strange when you're a
5: stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Women seem wicked when you're unwanted. Streets are under. When you're down, when you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one needs you're
4: People are strange, welcome to the West Files.
0: The what,
6: Files? The
4: West Files.
6: <laughs> what were you going to say? The
4: West Files. <laughs> what did you self? think I was going to say?
6: God knows with you.
4: <laughs> anyway, it's Anyway, we
6: have a lot of guests tonight.
4: We do. We yes. have Steve, uh, me, Joy, uh, Steve, and of course... Yeah, um, yeah, what are you calling yourself this week?
6: I'm still a raccoon.
4: <laughs> Ronnie the raccoon. Yeah, I'm still a Ronnie raccoon. J the raccoon, the yes. woman who destroyed the desk in the studio.
6: No, that was somebody else who destroyed It It's your fault.
4: Yeah. Anyway, let's get I'll on to our guest. <laughs> Tonight in the studio on The West Files, we are joined by um, one of my favourite authors. Um, and mine. Well, we remember last time, uh, Brian John, author of the Angel,
6: Mountain series. the Angel
4: Mountain series, and some excellent other books, including one that I'm nearly through reading, and we're going to be getting him back when I finish with the Bluestone Mysteries. Um which throws some of the archaeological academic um I've forgotten the word now into question. As to why the why the um the Stonehenge. Isn't well it no it is. But it is. But Stonehenge has the Priscilla Bluestone Ring mm. or the Bluestone Ring yeah. Um And they've always been, or they're always said to be associated with the Priscelli Hills. And of course, now you can go to any of the craft shops and Christmas craft markets and buy Priscelli Bluestone jewellery because it's mystical and strange. Yes. But we might be finding out.
6: Something different. Yes. Mm,
4: But not tonight. No. And our other guest, sitting alongside Brian, is the guys and gals, guys and gal, I don't know, Chris, gal, (laughs) guy, yeah, guys, guys and gal from um uh, previous guests to the show uh, and the group with the weirdest paranormal name ever mm-hmm. um paranormal post-mortem so hello everybody hello. 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 hello there we are so tonight i thought we'd um because we are as, as i alluded to at the show at the start of the show 29 sleeps till the big night mm-hmm. and the winter months are traditionally a season associated with the paranormal with the supernatural with the telling of ghost stories, particularly around Christmas time. So I'm first of all I'm gonna go with the ghost hunters, um, so Lee and Taylor and Chris from Paranormal, Post-mortem, <laughs> <laughs> paranormal Post Mortem. Post, post, post Brexit. Paranormal post Brexit. That'd be a good Brexit. one. that'd yeah. be a very interesting name Ronnie's just left the room.
7: Where are you yeah, going? Yeah. I'm moving the mic over.
4: Okay. We're just we're just technically readjusting the studio. Yeah. Cause Lee, Lee could have just leaned forward. He
6: could have done.
4: He I could have done. <laughs>
8: done
4: So, is is are, w- w- is the season a better time for hunting for
8: ghosts and spirits for you guys? Well, as we were chatting early on, it's made me think. Uh, it's made me chat early on, as we were chatting early on. One of the things it makes me think is, yes, I do believe it's going to get more. But also, I'm I'm taking a break for the Christmas holiday. Um. But the it's going to be more active, I reckon it is, in December.
4: So why are you taking a break?
8: Um, i got a family up in Patalbat I'm going to see, um, who I haven't seen much a lot. So I said when I'll come out for Christmas, so I'll be going away from the 17th and onwards. So if you want to go round to Lee's house and burgle it, going to be from the 17th. Uh, I got Scootie Gads there, it's okay. <laughs> it
4: would have been more fun
6: if they hadn't
8: known. <laughs> no, we don't want no fun that way.
4: So, I mean, is it just in that sort of week before Christmas and then the Christmas holidays? And then, but I'm talking about the sort of the, the dark winter months, so the clocks change in late September.
8: It's more better than that type of month you know why is it just because it's dark no 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 the it feels like the energy is active more I I personally haven't experienced much on myself in my December times because I try and block myself away from the world and the spirit world that's what I feel like I want to do um personally but I've heard some other things in the winter times and Christmas times I also heard even before that it's obviously some definitely active because why Of all these creators makes a story about Christmas time. Why is it so dark? You could do go something in daytimes, and um, personally, the winter times I do find bit better because it's more fun, more more active for everyone. Um,
4: Is it though, or is it just it just doesn't look as scary because the sun's shining,
8: and because the nights aren't light. No. I don't care about the lights. I don't care about the sunshine. Uh, sorry, I don't care about the sunlight or the the lights. If I want to look for someone, I really want to look oh, it in the dark. Like a dark. Vampire, yes, Brian. <laughs> I mean,
4: you've you've written um, and researched the subject of Pembrokeshire folklore and Pembrokeshire uh, legends. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, do we have more f- stories, legends, myths uh, attached to the
9: winter months? I don't think so. Actually, I, I'm, I'm not aware of um, uh, of, a, of a greater frequency of stories in, in the winter. Um, I I've, I've, well, I must have collected about five hundred stories up now. N- not all ghost stories, or you know, to do with fairies, dragons, goblins. You know, yeah, I, all I, sorts. I was talking more generally um, than. But um, I don't think there's any particular concentration around um, around winter time. I think that there's more associated with places actually some places are very strong on stories and and have a greater density of stories if you like than, than others you know p- places like the Gwine valley for example mm. which everybody everybody knows in pembrokeshire i suppose that that that's a fairly spooky sort of place potentially and <laughs> because there are lots of stories that have survived but we still don't know whether that's real or not because of course one reason why there may seem to be more stories in the Guine Valley is because it's um it's not a very big population there and it's fairly isolated so you 're not getting a lot of new people moving in and out all the no. time mm-hmm. so the population is fairly static you've got the, a lot of families have been there for many many generations and that 's a perfect scenario yeah. for lots of old stories and to survive because the they time. just get handed yeah. down whereas in in places where you know in the big towns like Alfred West or, or Pembroke Dock or Milford or Tenby for example is a much bigger turnover of population people are going new people coming in so these old stories i think tend to disappear so it's a bit difficult to know what is real and and what you're just sort of imagining because of other factors coming into the
4: equation i mean the seasons were very important to our forebears and our ancestors weren't they oh yeah yeah yeah. um you know particularly around the midwinter because this (laughs) is the time of year the crops are in the animals are in I suppose it's the only time of year that if you were working the land that you could afford any form of celebration
9: Yeah, yeah, and, and of course on the old farms, um, there was this big ceremony of taking the plough in mm. you took the plough in and you put it under the kitchen table and and that was a sign that... Um, that, in in effect, you were moving away from the the season of working the land. It was too dark and miserable, the weather was too no, too was, miserable. Angry, the soil was yeah. too wet, and so on. So you put the plow <coughs> under the under the kitchen table and you leave it there then until the until the spring. Um, ploughing season arrives Mm -hmm. which is probably sort of late February, early March you start then to prepare the soil for the for the next harvest so that was a big tradition and it was the sort of signal that that was when the holiday season started such as it was they never had proper holidays but uh, but at least there were there was less hard slaving around on on the land out in the out in the open.
4: They seem to celebrate Christmas very differently um. A generation or two ago than we weren't mm-hmm. were much you know the are you so I mean our Christmas starts pretty much well as soon as the kids go back to school <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. and the Christmas music starts in the supermarkets mm-hmm. and the stores but Christmas uh, that we have is was is very different than it used to be because it was just the 12 days wasn't it Christmas mm-hmm. began with Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and finished on twelfth night and then it was done and dusted mm-hmm. and over with
9: Well, it was even shorter than that. I mean, in the old days, if you go back to the 1700s, early 1800s, before the Victorians sort of reinvented Christmas, before that, um, Christmas was two days if you were lucky <laughs> you know I mean that w- hardly there was hardly any time off although the plough might have been under the table there were still animals to feed mm-hmm. and there was still you know fodder to be shoveled and, and dung to be cleared out of the cow shed and you know all the all the jobs on the farm still had to go on and I suspect that that um, uh, you know life going on as usual was, was happening in the towns as well actually uh, it was really the Victorians that that well, I mean, you, you do have a big
4: um, thing, was not it? Well, I mean, I- even in um, a Christmas Carol, mm. he sends the boy to the to the butchers on Christmas morning, doesn't mm. he? Mm. So obviously, the butchers must mm. must have been open. Mm. Um, or must have been a common thing in Victorian England yeah, yeah, or Victorian yeah. Britain, I should yeah, say, because yeah, we're not yeah. in England, are we? We're in Wales. Yes, yes. <laughs> got to keep reminding myself of that. So I yeah. think it's time for some music, and I promise there is no Christmas music on the next track. Good.
5: Travelling in a fight at Cumbie On a hippie trailhead full of zombies I met a strange lady
4: They don't celebrate Christmas properly. They all go down to the beach for crying out loud. Hey, are we getting to you on Oh, no, they've already done that. They've got the swims, haven't they? Now, Boxing mm-hmm. Day and... Oh, yes. Yeah.
6: And New Year and... I just sit at home.
4: Yeah, for Christmas on Broadhaven Beach. Mm. Take a picnic in a tree. I've
6: done
4: that. What do ghost hunters do at Christmas? Yeah,
6: what do ghost hunters
4: do at Christmas? <laughs> Come on, ghost hunters. <laughs> Come <on. laughs> i there
2: tittering. The same thing as everyone else. Hang on, you're a long way out there, Chris. Sorry. Come on, reach yeah. it forward.
4: We, we, we're <laughs> a <laughs> bit short of micro <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> Speak nice <laughs> and <laughs> loud, Chris. We, yeah. we
4: need new more mics, yeah. Tim. Di- <laughs> yeah. Memo to station manager. Yes. <laughs> Can we have um, a few more chairs and a couple of extra microphones?
2: Yeah. Please. Sorry, Chris. So uh, we do the same thing as everyone else. Uh, really? So, yeah, some of us have kids, so we've got a. Mary had one. <laughs> 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 That's the whole
4: reason why we celebrate it, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus' birthday.
8: Yeah. So it's just family stuff? Yeah, just normal family no stuff.
4: No paranormal stuff?
8: I don't you know, us two are thinking about it up in the Comer Follies, um, where it used to be a mine there, and two other paranormal teams who um, we worked with, absolute brilliant people. Do you know anybody that isn't brilliant? Oh, everyone's brilliant. You're all brilliant. Mm, so you I, I, I don't more, go against... You have to be
4: a bit more controversial.
8: Okay, okay. I have got one person in mind. Name them. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name and No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Might be safer. Maybe, uh, we don't
8: need <laughs> <laughs> desk. <laughs> to desk. Write it on a piece of paper. And yeah. we'll uh, I'll try, I'll try. We'll do it later. Ben um, Allen. <laughs> Up in common family uh come come family way hey. now um, up in up it was known for um mining area where my wife used to live and where I used to live when I was very young. Um it's known of hundred and forty kids um died in that mining shack and we are looking. Possibly going up there with John and Emma from uh, Paranormal. I can't the names now. Wales Paranormal UK, that's it. So we're looking to go up there. Wales Paranormal
4: UK. Yeah, kind of doesn't make sense. It? it doesn't, does it? No, no. But that's
8: that's what they call this also. Bless them. I mm. <laughs> but so what, it, well, what, what is it you're looking for? With us, we're looking for strong, personally strong evidence for the public, the viewers, to say it is something there. We, and if the people doesn't believe it, then at least all we can try is, is get the probably ever done some facts maybe something there okay so you say you're looking for evidence what evidence
4: what sort of evidence do you gather and how do you gather this evidence
8: well we do an EVP which is a voice of we if you explain that one okay um, I'm not gonna because, explain nope, it.
4: <laughs> Ronnie um, would simply like to because Ronnie is relatively um, new to the paranormal realms. Yes. and one um, of you too. <laughs> you normally look bewildered when people start throwing acronyms and yeah I look
6: very yeah EVP yeah. it's something to do with voice something or other isn't it yeah it's pretty much just a
1: normal voice recorder but
4: what does EVP yeah,
8: stand for you don't know what it stands for I'm not good yeah, man
4: electronic voice phenomenon yeah. Thank you.
8: I'm not good at like I said it's, I'm a bit wedgy today um, but and then we're trying to get off that nice oh, well,
4: oh, well, let's, just, let, let, let's just for Ronnie's <laughs> benefit and the <laughs> listeners um, okay. EVP let's just let's stay with that for a minute because Teela you said it's just a normal recorder sound recorder so you're, you're recording something yeah. and then how is the evidence obtained from that recording that you're making I mean, we, anybody jump in we, Chris, we listen
1: back on it and if right. we make sure everyone stays still when we're doing the recordings mm-hmm. so it's not picking up other noises but if we hear anything on there, which we didn't say. It's,
0: it's
1: could be background noise or could be one of the spirits talking. So which I work out if we heard it as we were recording. Right. We know it's background noise. There's not right. many voices on there we don't hear with our own ears.
4: But I remember my you know, as a kid, I had a cassette recorder as a kid and if you played the blank tape and press record, you could sometimes get lots of music on it because it would pick up the local radio station mm. or taxi cabs as they went past or all manner of weird stuff was recorded that obviously i didn't hear because it was coming through the radio how do you or can you eliminate that and be certain that that's not sort of just normal sounds
2: yes yeah with a, a digital voice recorder it's not connected to any um radios um was there was my little cassette
4: it was doing it in the wiring inside the machine
2: right well, I, I've never picked up any music or anything like that while right. using uh, a digital voice recorder. Is it is it a particular
8: type of recording you use? Or can people... You know, if,
4: if people are interested in going out and talking to the, Yeah,
8: people, so that's, uh, the yeah, you, you, you can use your mobile, but, again... Um, well, I mean, yeah, that sounds a bit fraught. Because yeah, you know, then it, it does. Phone, so most it? people, yeah. staff, everyone wants to start off life. Walk me, You know, they want to know what helps them. Um, I got, like, um, a recorder, um, a little recorder I bought, and I use that, and then I'll try and work it out. I am waiting for a system where I can take the noise from. You so your the hands, all you like, this is radio. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I always been brought I thought
6: he was knitting,
8: actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've been brought up to speak around with... Um,
6: he talks with his
1: hands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
8: It's I'm really painful. And I shouldn't say anything out loud. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Stop waving your arms
4: about Manage radio. I know, I know. <laughs> Next week we're going to get a ventriloquist on. <laughs> 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 <coughs> so, sorry, um, Brian, you might remember, there was a radio ventriloquist, wasn't it? Educating Archie.
9: Oh, yeah. I yeah I remember a very that. famous yeah, radio yeah, ventriloquist yeah. back in his name? In Peter Bruff, was it? Brough? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. In educating Archie. There we are.
8: So, sorry, yeah, uh, <laughs> I cut you No, 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 no. It's no, okay. So, uh, <coughs> sorry. that's again, I So,
4: like it. it's possible uh, then, how do you... So, run me through, or run Ronnie through. Um, Don't you
6: dare run me through.
8: I'll try my with, best. With
4: how, do you how do you actually go about uh, I mean, the sort of questions that you would ask?
8: Well, we'll try and make it a little bit difficult. Um, just try and make the answers a little bit difficult. See what colours we wear and see what um how many of us is here are trying and, and pronounce something a bit unusual what a radio would pronounce and if if we're saying like
1: what a would radio wouldn't pronounce Yeah
8: what would I I can't look I can't get my words out today. I do apologize about this everyone. You're doing a better job than I am. <laughs> So that's what we try and do. We try and challenge the spirit to give us that word. If the radio cannot pronounce it out there, we try and challenge it with mind-different... Well, instead of, like, our mind's thinking about what can we use to get it around us, say, like, what colour trousers am I wearing? If it's going to mention green, then it'll mention green. If it can mention how many of us is around here, three, four, possible five, then we kind of work with that and then see if we can get them to pronounce the same word as what we're saying, but sometimes we've noticed a few things on that. So we didn't get much on that. Um, we have random ones saying, what was it? Like when we went to Naboth Castle. Yeah. Um, we done an EVP record. And next minute it was someone saying, I want to speak to Andrew. That's my actual name. And um, it was kind of worried because... Even if people's around me and we're outside in a location, I got a debunk in my mind saying, could that be someone who knows me by the side of it? And I just gamble around me. So I don't let people, you know, I give the people a full-on system there. I just don't want them. So
4: if the, if, if the voice can tell, say, that you've got green trousers or there's mm. five people in the room, then you that for you that's evidential because you know that there's only you five in the room and yeah you now you're obviously and wearing something. green trousers and yeah i try, try and how and, do you then find out more
8: about the spirit itself who it is what it is so what it wants what it's doing that's what we do then we work very closely even what I do as a, a spiritual person I want to work without my spiritual gift sometimes and work with the guys and say well what what they want to hear is what they gather as evidence. So they do the bit of research on the area. They don't tell me what's going on. They just leave me blank, which is not fair. <laughs> now <Nah. laughs> Um but they gather the research and then they try and get something out of that research or Chris well, the very first time when Chris came along, he, I think you gathered some evidence, didn't you? Some well not evidence, some research. Yes. And yeah. you tried to debunk debunk that uh, with what the same words like saying like um, what year was it born, what's your name just getting that straight out answer. Cool.
4: Well I think we'll have some music. I'm going to
8: dedicate this one to you.
4: Me? Yeah. Why? Because you said, it's not Christmas I wish it could be Halloween every day and as there isn't a song saying I wish it could be Halloween every day.
6: No. I should make one then.
4: But I thought I'd play this. (laughs)
7: in the lab late one night When my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the,
5: mash.
7: He did the monster mash The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash It caught on in a flash He did the
5: mash.
7: He did the monster mash yeah. From my laboratory in the castle east the master bedroom of the vampire's feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode They
5: did the mash.
7: They did the monster mash. The
5: monster mash.
7: It was a graveyard smash. They did
5: the mash.
7: It caught on in a flash. They
5: did the mash.
7: They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the mash. They played the monster
5: mash.
7: It was a graveyard smash. it's now the Monster Mash. Now everything's cool. Drax a part of the band. And my Monster Mash is the hit of the land. For you the living, this mash was meant to, when you get to my door, tell them bodies sent
8: you. Then you can mash.
7: Then you can Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. And you, my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then
5: you can mash.
7: Then you can Monster Mash.
4: Monster yeah that was for ronaldo that was bobby pickett and the crypt kicker five with the monster match you feel better now
6: i feel a
0: lot better good
4: now. uh brian um this idea of evidence and talking to the dead on ra- on on recorders, does, I mean is there any can we talk to the dead? Is it possible?
9: I don't know, I mean I'm a scientist by... Exactly, trading, that's why I'm asking um, you. <laughs> and um, uh, I always think that scientists are actually being rather arrogant if they think they know everything um, and, and I, I've always thought that... Um, it's down to us actually to keep an open mind on all sorts of things that we might find a little bit inconvenient because it's far easier to say impossible. I don't like the word impossible at all. I think it's used far too often by people. Um, And, and and what they're actually saying is that they're not actually saying things are not possible. What they're saying is I don't know enough to know whether it is possible or not. Um, And, um, uh, science is, the you know, the history of science consists of people thinking today that something is impossible and then tomorrow along comes an explanation for mm. it. Uh, and, and the laws of physics get changed and they become more and more sophisticated all the time. We learn more about electromagnetism, magnetism. we learn all more about all sorts of complex things that physicists Occupy hmm. and astrophysicists spend their time on. So, um, I, I actually quite like to think that there's uh, there's still an awful lot out there that we that we don't fully understand, and and whether it's to do with thermodynamics or or, or, or magnetism or or whatever, or even uh, all right, straying into the area of religion and belief and and so on. I mean, the way the human brain works, and and that's. Uh, that's all really rather peculiar,
4: uh, you know, how... And deeply uh, fascinating. It oh, is, wow. yeah. Yeah.
9: I mean, my own stories, uh, you know, mm. they, I think I might have said to you before, they they came out of a, a night of delirium that I had. And, and suddenly, the day before, I wasn't even thinking about writing a novel. Um, and then I pick up some virus or other, I don't know quite what it was. Um, and I spend the night in, at a ve- with a very, very high temperature and, and my brain in overdrive. And and by breakfast time, I've got a, you know, a complete story in my head, complete with all the characters and, and the events and everything else. So somehow or other, the brain has scrambled up or distilled out all sorts of stuff that was presumably there before and has put it all together. In, well, in, in, I mean, in you're presuming it was there before.
4: <laughs> I mean, one well, of the, you know, one of the um, possibilities, of course... It wasn't there before. Yes, yes. I, well,
9: I know some of it was because the places were mostly places that I knew and, mm-hmm. and, and, and the buildings uh, were the pl- buildings that I knew. Um, the people were different, uh, but when I look at them in detail, uh, in in the character of Martha Morgan, for example, the heroine, I can see a bit of my mother. I can see a bit of my sister. I can see certainly a lot of my wife. Wouldn't the psychologist uh, yeah.
4: argue that this is just the brain trying to impose order and rational, yeah, yeah. rational um, sort of yeah, yeah. thinking onto things, onto say dreams? Yeah, I mean, try yes. to rationalise dreams. Yeah, don't
9: we? yeah. Well, it wasn't a dream. I was wide awake, um, and, and so it was a sort of sort of delirium. Um, uh, but but um, you know, so so the brain can do very strange tricks sometimes, and I suppose that. Um, People who specialize on brains, neurologists or whatever they call them, um, uh, they, they are still trying to understand how it is that, mm-hmm. that memory functions and, and, and why certain bits of memory are blanked out or lost, I mean, like in a stroke, for example, or, or uh, you know, why does the brain behave in certain ways, and, um, choosing to, to hold on to some information and, and choosing to lose other bits of information. It's all very peculiar. So I, I, I just don't like this word "impossible." I, I, I like to think that all sorts of things are possible, um, unless they're unless we find absolutely rock-solid evidence that they're not possible, mm-hmm. and that that means moving moving forward again with with, with new scientific research that um, that hasn't yet been done. So I've, I, when I collected my ghost stories together um, from all over the place, I. I decided right from the beginning I I would try not to um, either believe or disbelieve them. I would just say this is a story that somebody has given me and and sometimes it's based on personal experience, sometimes it's based on a story they've been told by a a father or their mother or their grandmother or their brother or sister or somebody in the pub, you know. (laughs) I mean, where they come from all over the place and I've always thought, well, if i try to act just as a as a scribe mm-hmm. <laughs> just write these stories down put them in a book and say there they are you know read them if you like and believe them if you want to and if you want to disbelieve them that's that's Ooh. fine um, so i i thought that was my sort of function in in, in collecting mm-hmm. these stories together so did i, you, did I you like were, to think that
4: all sorts of things are actually still <laughs> still out there waiting to be understood when you were compiling the ghost stories did you find that your objectivity drew you or or your, um, you were drawn in a particular more towards believing after you'd finished compiling the book or were you more skeptical uh, than when you started did it change you in any way Um, or your
9: your views and beliefs? I don't think so what I did notice and 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 as I collected the stories together is that um, uh, that that certainly the experience that people have, of seeing something or hearing something or whatever, um, can probably be explained in a number of different ways. uh... You know, either hallucinations associated with drugs or 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 um, or, or illness, for example, uh, which is something I so, sort of experienced myself when this story came into my head. I was quite ill <laughs> when when that happened, um, and 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 also. Um, uh, all sorts of other strange psychological things like like mass hysteria for example why does why does hysteria set in sometimes in a completely unexpected way in in situations where you wouldn't actually expect it i mean you can expect it to some degree at um, you know revivalist meetings in the old evangelical days, when the the you know the tub thumping preachers were going around, sort of, you know, saying hell or hell and damnation and all that sort of stuff, and, and and people would get swept along in this great sort of euphoria, and you'd ha- you'd end up with a sort of mass hysteria, and people then speaking in voices, and seeing strange visions and things like that, and as far as they were concerned, these are all real, real yeah. things. Yeah. There, there's no no doubt about that. So, I suppose. We might explain it by saying that the brain is doing tricks, or capable of doing strange tricks, so that um, some people will see things that other people don't see. Mm. And I think that's always intrigued me rather that that, um, uh, that in a, in any given situation, somebody may go into a house and experience some sort of spiritual or ghostly thing, and other people will be sitting there and, and experience nothing at all. Mm. And I've I've met I've encountered that several times with. Um, the stories that have been told to me which I've tried to write down where only one member of the family will actually be aware of something something untoward going on or something a little bit spooky and the others will be sitting there eating their cornflakes <laughs> and, 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 and completely unaware that,
4: uh, that anything is going on and I find that quite intriguing as well. It's a, it's a fascinating and um, what, what o- always um, intrigues me is there have been some world class scientists who've looked at the paranormal sir oliver lodge the uh, sir william crookes the, the list goes on Michael faraday, the list goes on and on, and they approach it with um an an initial attitude of well it's all stuff and nonsense, and almost um universally they convert to spiritualism uh, and become an exponent and um of spiritualism and this this spiritual uh, belief system that there is something beyond death mm. and for these men to so radically change their position has always fascinated me um, you know what what was, what was what was it within what they were looking at that so radically turned their skeptical um, outlook into uh, one that was so positive towards spiritualism I think time for some music before while well, we dwell on the depth of that question and then we'll go back to the ghost hunters and get a bit techy <laughs> <laughs> German.
6: I know. Did you know that? Yes, I do. No,
4: oh, neunzig, neunzig, rot yes, Luftballon. Thank you.
6: There yes.
4: You See, you, Chris. Yes. Do cool. German on this show. Mate. I hear that version. <laughs> right. I'm joined by uh, the tech guy, Chris from Paranormal Postmortem. I still we're gonna have to. Why the name?
8: Do you want me
4: to change the
8: name? No. no. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, it's like. I know it sounds weird it, and so crusive, but... I mean, it, it's kind of like, you don't feel... Well, I, I had trouble with it for a while, didn't I? But then it becomes quite... And you've just had an advert, haven't you? In, um, yeah. Sorry, um, you're way off the microphone, That's ladies okay. and gentlemen. I'll just jump on like <laughs> yeah, that. shout. Uh, I asked Chris, because we we're going to start talking tech yeah. and that sidetracked by Lee, and that name.
8: The paranormal post yeah. yeah. Uh, it literally, we decided over quite a few few words, and a lot of people started liking the name. Everyone likes so it, I don't know why. But we had an outfit with Gavin Lee Davis, the author of *Haunted*, *Hansel West. Mm. We right. got him coming in in a couple of weeks. We? Yes, we have. And the I'm seeing him on the first um, of December as well. Um, Going to have a little chit chat with him because we did brains on that day. We'll just have a quick chit chat. Yeah,
4: because um, Gavin is doing a book signing down at Victoria Bookshop on the first of this coming Saturday uh, with copies of his new book. Um, uh, which is a rework re- revisiting of the earlier haunted, most haunted
1: haunted house of Herford West. Yeah, yeah.
4: A yeah. <laughs> horrific, a horrific haunting that took place in Haverford West So um, you popped out of it anyway. We're on about yeah. Uh, Gavin's, <laughs> we is a, Gavin's a one-man media machine anyway. So yes, <laughs> okay. we'll, um, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll. He's coming in on the tenth. I want to talk about the tech stuff. I'm going to go back to Chris because okay, we've only cool. got a few minutes before we hit the news. So, Chris, tech yes. guy. <coughs> yes. What does what does tech offer to the ghost hunter? Um, to well, these people who are sitting at home, what do they? You know, what can they do? With
2: well, that? as we were saying earlier on about the EVP, mm-hmm. um, I'll plug that into a computer and try and cancel out some of the white noise right. to get a clearer. Um, hearing of other noises like one of us speaking or if someone or something else also comes forward Um okay. maybe cancel out some some more noise contamination like cars passing or dogs barking you know I presume it
4: takes a bit of training to operate this software uh, canceling out that's yeah, I
2: mean, you, you don't have to have like.
4: I'm not talking about qualifications, oh, no, no. but I'm talking about there must be. It must be a time-consuming process. Uh, yeah, it can. And be, to yes, learn yeah. the techniques. Yes. It doesn't seem to be anything that
2: like. Well, it's it's the not same. something
6: I can do.
4: I was going to say that, but then I realised that was probably not very
6: nice. You said it
2: anyway. <laughs> I know. But it's pictures as well. Uh, it's easy enough to uh, make a picture lighter or to see if something else comes forward from the picture.
4: But it's also incredibly easy to put a ghost into a picture because I've got an
2: app on my phone. I can do it like before this before we get to the news I could have a ghost phone. I could take a picture in this room and put a ghost in it. Yeah, I've tried those apps as well and you can tell it is false. But you can surely tell perhaps
6: hit. to the untrained eye it mm. might not
4: be. Because a few of them have appeared in the daily newspapers. Yeah. So they fooled somebody.
6: But that's what I was saying. I mean to somebody who isn't into knowing that, okay, that's a fake photo. Yes. You know, surely that could look as real as just taking a photo anyway.
2: Well, yeah, true. Uh, but people like that, they give uh, paranormal investigators bad names. It's, if they've got the time to go to Photoshop and Photoshop a ghost into a field or something. It takes 10 seconds, Chris. Mm-hmm. I've never used Photoshop. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Don't ask him to prove it, he'll prove it. <laughs> but you're, you're um, we were talking earlier, you're fairly new to the paranormal, the group. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. paranormal
4: um, post-mortem.
6: Paranormal post-mortem, yeah. yeah, anyway, him, yeah. the group. Lovely, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> you're welcome.
2: <laughs> um, what got you into it? Why, why did you decide to join? Uh, I would say because of my mum. She grew, uh, I grew up with her watching Most Wanted. I never like, I never like most haunted because bet Fielding screams all the time. And, She's
7: nice.
2: Uh, okay. Um, she,
6: does
4: <laughs> she does scream She does scream
2: yeah. an awful lot. Uh, but I got got into watching other paranormal programs, mm. and when I saw um, people were putting things on Facebook, mm. I thought well, I'll send send a message, see if you know I could join in. Uh, maybe it might be something I'll be. You know, get into. Yeah, I'd like to try it myself. Yeah, Uh, and then Lee messaged back, and I joined the team. So, do you actually believe, or are you a skeptic? Well, that's why I've joined the team. (laughs) You're not sure. I'm in between. Yeah, I'd I'd like to get proof to find out if there is or if there isn't. Yeah, Uh, if if there is, are they just walking by as if? before they died mm. or are they aware that we're there or you know are they reliving
6: yeah have you ever had an experience yourself
2: I've never seen one I haven't seen one just you no. know come up in front of me uh, I've had noises uh, we were in Narbeth Castle um have you been to Narbeth uh, Castle? I was brought up in Narbeth. It's, it's <laughs> 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 You've my spent town. many a night in oh, Narbeth Castle, haven't you, <laughs> love? We
6: won't go down that road. <laughs> 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 and the pub. is isn't there anymore, but anyway.
2: <laughs> but um, there's, there's one a room, it's like a, a brick, <laughs> kind of like a stable or a, yeah. a stay. and we had banging on the roof. Now, when I looked uh, online, it turns out that that was a, s- a second floor. Mm. I didn't know that, but we had banging Above us, so of course, I climbed up to see if anything's there, shone the torch, nothing there. And we carried on doing some more investigations, asking questions, and the banging kept again three knocks every time. And uh, from paranormal uh, programs, they say that that's supposed to be uh, an offense to the Trinity, right? You know, the Father, the Son, oh. and the Spirit. Uh, I'm not sure, but you know, that's why I joined Paranormal Postmortem to find out. For myself. So
6: in a way, you're, a, 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 and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but you're a complete beginner.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, no, I am. Yeah,
6: yeah, you're a bit like me. That most of it goes over the head until I get somebody to say, well, "Can you explain that?" Because <laughs> I'm <laughs> lost, you know. So that's what you're like. You're just in the, the start of learning what yes well, might in, be out the there, start what of might using, not
2: be. Using the equipment, yeah. uh, I've been watching the uh, programmes for years and years. Mm. Uh, well, ever since I was living with my mum, I lived with a few. God knows. Yeah, I
4: can only apologise for most (laughs) (laughs)
2: of
6: (laughs) them. The equipment that you used—had you already had that? Were you already doing stuff like that anyway, or was Uh, it?
2: As soon as Lee said I could join the team, I went onto eBay and Amazon and bought. (laughs) Best places ever. Yes. Yeah.
4: So what? How did you know what to buy? I was going to say
2: from the paranormal programs, right. Not, are, th- are, not the, are
4: there particular pieces of equipment that we need? Uh, but we're going to have to be quick with that. A simple yes, no. I think. We yes. There we are. We'll, <laughs> we'll find out which particular pieces of equipment after we've listened to the news, which is coming up in a little while. Uh, because this is the West Files. This is the f- end of the first hour. So you've got to do the podcast next. <sighs> yeah. Yeah
6: and of course if you want to join in you can text us on six 6- D- triple six zero triple seven start zero. with pwr not smurf because nobody answers you back
4: yeah and we still haven't got for f- the, the psychic pet finder sorted everything
6: no nobody has a psychic pet we need a pet finder then all right well let's have use usage yeah this is pure west radio
1: for pembrokeshire from pembrokeshire Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire,
0: this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Sarah Hoss. The Welsh Assembly's Brexit Committee is due to release a report today saying that a no-deal Brexit would pose a serious threat to the port sector in Wales. The committee chair, David Rees-AM, said What we found is that there needs to be a step change in Welsh government activity to support the sector to prepare for a no-deal Brexit. If our worst fears of new delays and checks at Welsh ports like Holyhead and Fishguard are realised, Wales will need detailed plans to manage the fallout. That is why we are calling on the Welsh Government to publish details of any traffic management contingency plans it has, including outlining what new infrastructure spending may be required. Police are appealing for anyone with.